Samuel chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. And then we're going to read 10 and 18. Amen. Verse. Eighteen. Hmm. Amen. And I'm going to cap it by 19b. And the Lord remembered her. Father, we are grateful to you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives, into our hearts. This morning, we pray that you would deposit your word in us that will be revived and rejuvenated and Christ be glorified in the house. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we bind them in Jesus' name and we take victory. To Christ be the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. We want to wish all mothers a happy Mother's Day. Praise the Lord. Today we want to talk about Hannah, a model mother. A mother that can be a model for mothers in every generation. We live in a time in a world where motherhood has become less appreciated in a culture and in a world around us. To many, motherhood is a burden not a blessing. But the scripture teaches us that motherhood is indeed a blessing. Praise the Lord. It's not a chore, but it's a calling. Praise the Lord. It's a gift from the Lord that one can use to glorify and to promote the plan and the purpose of God. Praise the Lord. Every mother in this place ought to remember the fact that motherhood is a blessing. It could be challenging at times, but indeed it's a blessing because God is the one who designed it, God is the one who created it, and God blessed it by sending his son through a womb to come into this world and to become our Savior. Indeed, it's a blessed, a blessing, a greater calling. Our mothers play multiple roles in the life of their children. They are actively involved in their upbringing, whether it is physical, spiritual, emotional, relational, social, you name it. Mothers are involved in the upbringing of their children. And their primary objective should be to raise up their children, praise the Lord, with the family, with the father in the house, in the fear of the Lord, and to have raised their children Christ-centered. So this morning, we want to look at this particular mother, we started by reading 
that the Lord had closed her womb. Praise the Lord. So I want to present to you before you a mother who would not stay put with her status quo, but was willing to go to any extent to beat the odds that was stacked against her. In Hannah, we see a mother, a woman, who was so persistent that she would not just simply lie down and take what was coming her way. Hey, listen, if the Lord is going to close someone's womb, what is the hope there? Hannah stands there reminding us, praise the Lord. The Lord who closes the womb can also open the womb. Praise the Lord. Praise God. This morning, if there is anyone who's listening to me, who's going through a roller coaster experience in your life, and you feel that the Lord himself has closed your womb, praise God. I want you to bank on the promises of God. Praise God. What is that promise? The promise that the Lord himself has given, what? Multiply. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you have something to bank on. Hannah was not ready to just go along with what came her way, but she was persistent. Look at the challenge that she was facing. On one end, there was a negative force that was blasting her. On the other hand, there was a positive force that was pampering her. You know, two forces at work. One, we see that the Bible is saying, five and six says, the Lord had closed her womb. And to add insult to the injury, she was facing two prone attack. One was, the Bible says, Penina, her adversary, kept pestering her, kept putting her down. So that was a negative force that she was experiencing. But on the other hand, there was a positive force, the pampering or the husband who was an encourager. It is good to have a spouse who encourages us in when we are down. Every spouse here, every husband here, every wife here ought to be an encourager. Praise the Lord. Elkanah stands as a picture of one who was willing to encourage Hannah even when she was facing such a predicament in her life. Look what Elkanah says. Elkanah showered her with love. Praise the Lord. A spouse that showered her with love. He did everything from his end to do what? To take care of the issue from his end. Praise the Lord. He showered her with so much love that he said, Listen, Hannah, why are you so sad? Why are you crying? Am I not better than ten sons? Wow. Praise the Lord. If all husbands could be such that they shower love to their wives so that what is lacking in them, not because of their fault, 
but what is naturally lacking in them could be overcome. Elkanah is saying, listen, I, my love for you is better than ten sons. Praise the Lord. He doesn't stop there, but he exhibits his love by showering her with double portion. Praise the Lord. So when he gave her double portion after the sacrifice, that stood as a monument of his love for her. Praise God. So from one hand, there was a negative wave that was coming. Year after year, when they came to the house of the Lord to worship from Penina, she kept pestering her. But from the other end, the, the husband was showering love upon love. But Hannah was not satisfied. Praise the Lord. Look at him. Look at a woman who wanted to experience motherhood in her life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A husband that is willing to shower love and a partner there that is pestering her with words that cuts deep into her heart. That did not stop her. What did she do? She decided to go to him who can make a difference in her life. Praise the Lord. Folks, I want to draw before you a family. Praise the Lord. This is a family that religiously every year came to Shiloh to worship the Lord, to offer sacrifices unto the Lord, who loved the Lord and served the Lord faithfully. Praise the Lord. See, just because we are serving the Lord, just because we are faithful to the Lord, just because we are a model serving God does not make us exempt from problems, from issues, from barrenness in our lives. All barrenness is not confined to physical elements. There are spiritual barrenness that you and I can go through. Regardless of what barrenness that you are experiencing in your life. Could be physical could be relational, could be financial, no matter what kind of barrenness that you're experiencing in your life, that barrenness can only be eliminated by overpowering giftings of the Lord. Therefore, you and I ought to approach him who can make a difference in our lives. Thank God for people who love us. Thank God for people who take care, for, care of us. But none of those things should stop us from achieving our call. Praise the Lord. Here, the call is a calling of motherhood. Hannah was not satisfied with the overshowering of the love that her husband was showering upon her. She knew her husband was helpless. Elkanah knew that he was helpless. Nobody could change her status. Therefore, Hannah decided to go to the one who can change her status. This morning, I want to call your attention to the one, the almighty one, who is able to change your status, who is able to change your predicament, who is able to change your barrenness, regardless of what arena your 
barrennesses, I want to introduce before you God who can change every barrenness of your life. Praise God. When God comes through for you, praise God. Everything that's written against you, the wording that is written against you, the power that is working against you, God can overturn. God can shift things. Praise God for you and for me. So Hannah decided that she's going to approach the one who can make a difference in her life. Praise the Lord. Not willing to take a no. Praise the Lord. She was not satisfied with any substitutes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She would not want to trade the privilege, the calling of motherhood to double portion of meal or love that was overflowing from her husband. Praise God. She had an adversary in Penina who kept bugging her, even as they were coming into the house of the Lord to worship. Praise the Lord. Listen, praise God. Every community, in every community, you have the haves and the have-nots. Listen to me carefully. In every community, in every church, there are the haves and the have-nots. Praise the Lord. Those who have, those who are blessed in any realms, should use their blessing to exalt God and to say thanks to the Lord. You should never use your blessing. We should never use our blessing to look down on someone. Praise the Lord. To make their life Hard because of the predicament that they are going through in their lives. If you are blessed than someone else in any area of your life, become a blessing to others with your words, with your actions, with your gestures, with your exhibitions. Become a source of comfort. Penina was not a source of comfort. She was an adversary. Praise the Lord. I want to remind the church, every one of us have an adversary in Satan. It's just manifested in different ways. And what Satan does is, he looks at our barrenness. He looks at our have-not experiences. He looks at our have-not situations in our lives. And he wants to take advantage. He wants to use it as a beachfront to attack you, to bring you down. Praise the Lord. Don't let your adversary bring you down. Make you dis depressed and discouraged. But praise God. Even when your adversary comes against you in a full assault. Praise the Lord. Trust the Lord. To bail you out of that situation. How often, listen, this is a family that is coming into Shiloh to worship God. Even as they are coming to Shiloh to worship God, one person is doing what? Is being, is being bitter to the other. Praise the Lord. Sometimes we forget that we are coming into the presence of a God who is all gracious and generous. Who was gracious to us 
and blessed us. How often, even as we come into the house of the Lord, we get entangled. We look down at each other, get into an argument, get into a fight, praise the Lord, and steal the joy and the grace that we can experience by coming into the presence of God. Even as we are on the way into the house of the Lord, the enemy wants to steal what God can do in and through our life. But Hannah did not allow that to prevail. Even as her adversary kept on coming on her, praise God, she knew that she could approach God who can make a difference in her, in her life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She comes into the presence of the Lord and she says, Lord, you know, if you give me a son, she prayed. Listen, we, the, the Bible says in 5 and 6 that God is the one who closed her womb. Praise the Lord. If God closes womb, then only God can open it. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Can God close our doors? Yes. The Bible says he's the one who holds the key of David. What he closes, no one can open. What he opens, no one can shut. Praise the Lord. God is sovereign. He's above all. And if there is any other force that closes, God can come through to our aid. But if God closes, only God can open. Praise the Lord. You and I, we are have an advantage to look at things from this end. Mind you, Hannah did not know, but she knew one who can make a difference in her life. Regardless of what the reason is of a closed door, praise the Lord. Approach him who can make a difference in her life. Praise the Lord. She's saying, Lord, if you give me a son, I will give it to you. Praise the Lord. I want to draw your attention to this. Praise God. When we pray, prayer holds the key that can open the doors of everything that is closed in your life. Praise the Lord. My friend, regardless of what closed door you're experiencing in your life, I want to present to you before, before you the key to closed door. You can approach the Lord in Prayer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you pray, any doors will be open. Praise the Lord. When you're persisting in your prayer, when you're travailing in your prayer, travailing prayer leads to prevailing prayer. Praise God. When you travail in prayer, God allows you to prevail in prayer. Praise God. Look what Hannah is saying. Lord, if you're going to give me a son... I will give it to you. Praise the Lord. See, when we pray, there are times the Lord will say yes. There will be time when the Lord will say no. And there will be time when the Lord says wait. Praise the Lord. Hannah has been waiting very patiently. But she comes to a point where she says now, Lord, if you give me a son, I will give it to you. I don't know. Perhaps all this time, Hannah wanted a child. Because she wanted that motherhood experience in her life. All this time, she wanted a child for herself. Why not? That's a noble thought. 
Praise the Lord. Maybe she wanted a child to present it to her husband and show, her, show him that she was a fruitful wife. Praise the Lord. But God wanted her to have a child so that the nation of Israel can have a prophet. Praise the Lord. Sometimes God waits for us, praise the Lord, our prayers to align with His will. Praise the Lord. Hannah wanted a child for herself. Hannah wanted a child for her family. But God was looking for a prophet for a nation. Praise the Lord. When her prayer elevated and aligned to the will of God. And her prayer and the will of God aligned. It was synchronized. It went together. When God was looking for a prophet for her nation, Hannah's prayer rose. The level of prayer rose. Her will came to the place where God's will was. She is saying, Lord, you're going to give me a son? I'm going to give it to you. God is looking for a prophet for a nation. And when this aligned, her will aligned with the will of God, praise God, then the prayer was answered. Is it because our prayers are yet to be aligned to God's will that our prayers are lingering? That is only something you and the Lord can answer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God wanted to give a prophet to a nation that was not hearing God's word. God had something much more bigger and bolder. God had something bigger and bolder, greater and grander to give to Hannah. He was waiting for her will to be aligned to the will of God. Hallelujah. If you are praying in bitterness for the barrenness in your life to be eliminated, praise God. Pray that the will of God will be fulfilled in your life. Praise God. How we ought to become people like Hannah who will pray God's will to be fulfilled in our lives. Mind you, look at Hannah, a model woman. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before she becomes a model mother, she was a model wife and a model woman. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See, look at this. Even as she approaches God and she's praying, we see that the priest in the house misunderstands her and misinterprets her. Listen to this carefully. She's a model woman. Why? Praise the Lord. Even when the, when the priest is accusing her of being drunk. Listen to this. The priest is accusing this woman of being drunk. That means that in that particular time, even women who came to the house of God, some were drunk. Praise the Lord. So sometimes what happens is, what is prevailing in the society, praise the Lord, can be misinterpreted in the lives of people. The Eli looks at her and says, you are drunk, praise the Lord. Get rid of the wine. I want you to look at the response of this godly woman, praise the Lord. You know, the natural response when someone accuses us is, you know, we go on the defensive. Now, 
If it is not true, immediately we go on the defensive. Praise the Lord. Even if it is true, we people tend to go on the defensive. Now, if it is not true, most of the time people can come back heavily. Look at this woman. She does not do that. She respects the authority there and she responds gracefully. What is the advantage? The man who said, you are drunk, when she corrects him gracefully, God uses the same authority figure to release a blessing upon her. Listen to this. Understand how the principle works in the Bible. Praise the Lord. The priest misunderstood and misinterpreted her action. She was in the bitterness of her soul. In anguish, she was weeping before the Lord. Why cry out loud? It's been years that she's been crying out loud. Now she has come to a place where she realized that what matters is allowing God to read the throbbing of a heart, the beating of a heart. Allow the Holy Spirit to pick up the untold, unspoken words that is being released from her lips. Praise God. She realized what really matters is how heaven responds to her. I want to tell someone who is in the house of the Lord. Praise God. God measures the beating of your heart. He understands the throbbing of your heart. He understands the, the words that are not audible that comes out of your mouth. Even if everyone misunderstands you, God who discerns our needs and our hearts will never misunderstand us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, he misunderstood, but she responded gracefully. And the Lord uses the same man to release a blessing upon her. Praise the Lord. What a life. Praise the Lord. That is before us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen. When Hannah was accused of being drunk, she corrected the man of God said, No, I am not drunk. Praise the Lord. Rather, I am praying out of the anguish of my soul. You know, when you come to the New Testament, it's very interesting to see. Early in the morning, Hannah was in the house of the Lord early in the morning. In the New Testament, we see the 120 disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit. And do you know what was the accusation against them? What was it? They are drunk. Huh? Peter is saying, hey, it's early in the morning. We're not drunk. Praise the Lord. How did Peter respond? Peter responded gracefully and corrected them. Praise the Lord. Interesting, isn't it? Interesting, isn't it? Have you ever thought about this? Being filled with the Holy Spirit and the world, misinterpreting that we are drunk. Do you think that Paul has any, 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 any in writing to the, 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 the epistle, he is saying that do not be drunk with wine, 
which leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Hello. Praise the Lord. So when Hannah, when she was crying to the Lord, the priest misinterpreted her as being drunk. When the New Testament church was filled with the Holy Spirit and they were excited and, and elated, one we see in the Old Testament, Hannah was like praying and the priest said to the woman is drunk. In the New Testament, the, the house of the Lord, the church is like filled with the Holy Spirit. Everybody's speaking in tongues. Something new is happening and the world said that you guys are drunk. Paul writing to the Ephesians says, you know what? Don't be drunk with wine which leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want you to look at how Hannah responded, how Peter responded. Praise the Lord. How did they respond? They responded gracefully and they corrected them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Coming to what we are saying here, you know, the Bible says that the man of God pronounced a blessing upon her. And then the Bible says she left that place and her face was not sad. Praise the Lord. What does that tell you? A woman who believed before even she received. Praise the Lord. A woman who believed even before she received. Are you able to believe before you even receive? Praise the Lord. There is a realm that you and I can enter and come out knowing that heaven has heard our appeal and heaven will come through for us. Praise the Lord. It shows her utter dependency on God and the faith in him that God will indeed change my status. Praise the Lord. When you approach God, Hebrews 11, 6, he who comes to God should believe that he is and is a rewarder of them. That, that, what will he do? Praise the Lord. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Listen. Before your conditions are changed, before your status is changed, can you believe God that he's able to bring about a change in our lives? Praise the Lord. She heard the priest's words and she received it. Let me ask you, what is God whispering in your ears? Have you heard God whispering in your ears in your prayer closet? Praise the Lord. You know, hang on, believe him, trust him, hold fast to him, bank on the promises, for God is able to change the barrenness in our lives. Praise the Lord. How often unbelief prevents, prevents us from experiencing God's favor and God's goodness in our lives. How often we let Satan prevent and abort the blessing that is on our way because we are not willing to believe what God wants to do in our lives. Praise the Lord. God changed her status from barrenness
to being fruitful. And here, the woman who's experiencing motherhood, praise the Lord. Look what she's doing. She remembered. She remembered who? She remembered God who changed her status one. Number two, she remembered the promise that she made to the Lord. Number three, she named her son Samuel, meaning what? Heard by, from, heard by God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. She did not forget God. She did not forget her promise. And then she named Samuel, meaning asked of God. Praise the Lord. Every time she called him Samuel, Samuel, she remembered that this was an answer to prayer that she had asked of God. Praise the Lord. In naming him Samuel, Hannah remembered that the baby was a gift that the Lord had given. Praise the Lord. How often we forget what God has done in our lives. Hannah reminds us to remember what God has done in our lives. If God has changed our status in any arenas of our lives, if we are experiencing answered prayers in our lives, you and I ought to be grateful to the Lord and we ought to be thankful to the Lord. Praise the Lord. She keeps her promise. She comes back after weaning the child and she brings the child to the same priest and she says, I am the woman that prayed for this child. Here I come back and I am giving this child back to the Lord. Praise the Lord. The word that is used there is lent to the Lord. I am lending him to the Lord. In Hebrew, it means she has, she's returning him to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen. After receiving from the Lord, she keeps her word. And she gives it back to the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you folks something, a principle that is here. You know, she gave the only son that she had back to the Lord. Praise the Lord. Left him at the temple and went home without that son. The Bible says, praise the Lord, the Lord blessed her with many more children. The Lord blessed her with five more children. What does that teach us? It teaches us that you cannot outgive God. Praise the Lord. Hannah teaches us when we give to the Lord, God is so faithful and gracious and generous that you cannot outgive the Lord. Praise the Lord. The world will tell us, listen, the world operates on the principle of diminished returns. In other words, you give something, you don't have that anymore. But from the world that operates on diminished returns, on the law of diminished returns, when you operate from this world and you sow into his world, from this economy, to his economy, praise the Lord, his economy operates on a different scale. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Remember the boy who had 
five loaves and two fishes. When he gave everything that he had in the hands of the Lord, the world will look at him and say, hey, listen, what you have is no more. That is true. It's not in his hand, but in the hands of the multiplier. Praise the Lord. Don't be afraid to trade what you have, to give what you have in the hands of the multiplier. Praise God. Learn to sow in a higher economy where the returns, the yield is higher than what this economy give. Praise the Lord. Give and it shall be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall be given into your bosom. Hannah gave what she had to the Lord. She returned, she got a return, a fivefold, praise the Lord, back into her bosom, praise the Lord. Our God is not, praise the Lord. He doesn't owe anything to anyone, praise the Lord. You cannot outgive God in any realms, praise God. If you give to the Lord, praise the Lord, the returns are greater. And Hannah teaches that she had faith. She did not know how the Lord would bless her, but the Lord is faithful. And we see that she was able to glean, praise the Lord, much more than what she had offered unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. In Hannah, you see a mother who was able to impart faith values and the fear of the Lord into her child. Listen. She only got him for a very short period. When the boy was weaned, he was given into the temple. But within that short period of time, Hannah was able to impart into her child the knowledge of a living God. Praise God. Listen, praise the Lord. We all have a window of time. Praise the Lord. To impart godly values, faith values, into our next generation. Praise God. As mothers, praise the Lord. You have a tremendous responsibility. Praise the Lord. For nine months, you carried the baby in your womb. Praise the Lord. How many more years you're going to carry them in your hearts and in your prayer. But the time that you have, you impart faith values. The knowledge of God into your children. Because there comes a time when they have to be by themselves. She was so effective and instrumental in, in imparting God into this child. And she was so bold. She leave the child in, a, in, in the temple where all kinds of evil, immoral practices was prevalent. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. See, the Bible says Samuel ministered before the Lord. Praise the Lord. 2.18. 3.1. Samuel ministered to the Lord. Praise Lord. How is it that he was in a place where there was so much wickedness, corruption, immorality that was, in, that was prevailing? He was growing up in a place where he saw so many things that was unlike God, ungodly. And how he was able to retain godliness 
like God, God like, like God. It was because the mother was able to impart into him. What am I trying to say? I'm only trying to say that as mothers, as parents, we have such tremendous responsibility to pour into our children by our words and by our actions. And may the Lord empower us to do so. Praise the Lord. Very interesting thing there. You know, the Bible says that Eli's sons were laying with the woman, lying with the woman in the temple. Praise the Lord. When Eli's sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were lying with the woman in the temple, desecrating the house of God, desecrating everything that was holy. Here the Bible says, Samuel, he went and he lay by the ark of God. What a contrast. Praise God. Hallelujah. Samuel found solace and comfort. Praise the Lord. By the presence of God. May all of our children be such that they find comfort and solace. Praise the Lord. Feel at home in the presence of God. Even when they are away from home like Samuel, may they feel at home in the presence of God. Young man, young lady, you might not always be under the scrutiny, under the watching eyes of your parents. Even when you are away from home, may you find comfort in the presence of God. May you always be aware of the fact that you live under the watchful eye of God like Samuel. Look how important it is. In 2.18 it says, Samuel ministered before the Lord. Praise the Lord. In 3.1 it says, he ministered to the Lord. Praise the Lord. One is ministering before the Lord. Even as a child, the other one is ministering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Samuel was ministering to the Lord when God spoke to him. Ministering to the Lord and ministering before the Lord is two different things. Ministering before the Lord is doing your duties faithfully. It could be preaching. It could be teaching. It could be exhorting. It could be doing the rituals in the house of God. But ministering to the Lord is being with Him. Talking to Him in prayer, in devotion, in praising God, in worshiping God, cherishing the presence of God. Praise God. You and I ought to become people who minister before the Lord. Preaching is needed. Teaching is needed. Exhorting is needed. Praise God. Singing is needed. Worshiping, singing is needed. Praising God and playing instruments are needed. Doing activities in the church is needed. Indulging and saturating yourself in the everyday activity of the house of God is an absolute need. But it should never be at the cost of ministering to the Lord. Meaning, praise the Lord, spending time alone with God. Praise the Lord. Being up on the stage is good. 
praise the Lord. But don't forget to be alone with God in the closet. Praise the Lord. Being up on the stage and praising and doing things are good. But don't forget that you could be in the pew. Praise the Lord connecting with Him. Or in your private moments with God. Do you have a private moments with God? Do you have a time where you linger in the presence of God? Do you have a time when you dig deep into the Word of God? Do you have a time when you read God without a without a project without a speaking assignment do you have a time when you meditate God's word without an assignment to preach or to teach or do you only read the word of God when you have to preach and to teach may you and I become people who dig into God's word and allow God to speak to us through his word. Before speaking to anyone from the word. Tell him Lord speak to me through the word. As I sit with you Lord. As I talk to you one on one. Maybe may I cherish the presence of God. May I experience the presence of God. May the presence of God be downloaded into my spirit. May the word of God be downloaded into my spirit. Here was a man who ministered before the Lord. And a man who ministered to the Lord. He knew the importance of ministering to the Lord. Before ministering before the Lord. You know what the problem in Israel was? As we read, there was not much vision and the word of God was scarce. God's response to such a season of famine of God's word was to raise up a man of God who loved to be in the presence of God. So do you know what God did? God filled him with his counsel and his word. And the Bible says from Dan to Beersheba, meaning up north to down south. In Israel, Dan was up north. Beersheba was down south. From up north, the man went all the way down south. Up north, down south. Up north, down south. With what? The word of God. Praise God. You and I should be a solution to the problems of the world. You and I should be carriers of the presence of God. You and I ought to be carriers of the counsel of God. You and I ought to be carriers of the word of God. In a world where the word of God is scarce, the counsel of God is scarce, God should look at you and me who ministers to the Lord, who lingers in the presence of God as a solution to the scarcity that the world experienced. May you and I be the abundance that God wants to send in the house of God, in the hearts of God. Praise God. A solution to the lingering problem. Praise the Lord. Do you know what the Bible says about Samuel? God did not allow a single word that was spoken from him to fall to the ground. Praise the Lord. From Dan to Beersheba. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What does this got to do with Hannah? Everything. Praise the Lord. A prayerful, a godly mother. Imparted into her child. Praise the Lord. 
Oh, mothers play such a big role. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I pray that our house will be filled with godly mothers who continue to pour, praise the Lord, into their generation. Long after you and I are gone from this world, may our generation continue to serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. May our generation continue to seek the face of the Lord. May our generation continue to carry God's word from north to south. Why stop with north to south? Praise God. In my words, praise the Lord. I want to tell, hallelujah, we should become people who take the word around the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. A godly mother's Praise the Lord. Influence. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, he was able to sustain in such an ungodly environment. We are living in an ungodly environment, folks. Praise the Lord. Everything around us is changing. There is a shift in what was accepted as a norm. The norms are becoming abnormal. Praise the Lord. The values are eroding. Praise the Lord. The laws are changing. Praise the Lord. In an ever-shifting landscape. Praise the Lord. May us, you and I, praise the Lord, we and our children become people who love God, who love to minister to the Lord, and would love to minister before the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow, a mother's influence on her child. May you and I become that model parent, a model, all the mothers, a model mothers. Praise the Lord that is able to impart life and godly values into your children. Praise the Lord. I want all the mothers to stand up. I want all the mothers to stand up. Praise the Lord. And if your children are here, I want the children to go and stand with your mother. Your son, your daughter is here. I want you to go and stand by your mother. Wherever you are. And if the mothers are safely tucked away in the center of the center of the aisle, you step out. Make room for your children. Make room for your children. Go, go by your mother. If your mothers are somewhere in between, pull yourself out. Come out. Go and stand by your, by your son, by your daughter. I want you to hold your mom. Put your shoulder around your mom. And if there is any other mothers here or sisters here, your children are not here. If there is anybody as such, I want one of the kids to go to them and hold them. Praise God. This is a very precious moment. Praise God. No matter how old you are, how young you are, how little you are, Go by your mom. Go by, go by your mom. Don't make your mom feel that your children are not here. If there is anybody in the house, thank you, Jackson. God bless you. 
If there is any sisters here, your, your, your children are not here. I want the brothers, sisters, the children to, to locate such people and go and put your arms around them. Praise the Lord. We're going to pray. Thank you. I want you guys, any of your moms are here, I want you to go and stand with them now. I know I appreciate your service, but I don't want your mom to stand there and say, Lord, I have one, but he's up there on the stage. Come on, run, run to your moms. Come on. I appreciate your service, but I, this is special. Come on, run, run to your mother. Go, go. You don't know how long your moms have been, have been hoping that you would come and, and hug her. Create such a culture in your home where you can, you hug your children, you love your children, express it. Sometimes we don't want to express it. Sometimes we want to, you don't want to exhibit it. But go and do it and, and keep that culture in your home where you hug your parents, love them. You know, you don't have them with you forever. So please do that. Okay, we're going to pray. Father, we thank you for our godly mothers. They are indeed a gift from you. Lord, we thank you for the calling of motherhood that's on their lives. Father, we pray in Jesus' name that every mother in this house will have offsprings that are godly, that will exalt the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that their desires be such that their offsprings will serve God in their time. And Lord, I pray that every prayer of a mother in this house for her children will come to pass. Every prayer that is aligned with the will of God will become a reality in their lives. I pray that every one of our children will become people who would make a difference in the world. Like Samuel made a difference in his time. I pray that our children, our sons and our daughters will make a difference in the time, in the age and the day that they live. We bless every godly mother, every mother in this house, in Jesus' name. May they continue to emit the fragrance of godliness and prayer and life through their life and through their lifestyle. And I pray right now for any mother who's aching and bleeding and crying for their children. I pray that you would meet them at the point of their needs. If any one of their children have gone wavered, Father, I pray that you would woo them back into the fold of grace. I pray that the mothers will experience that blessing that they will have their prayers answered. May our mothers continue to produce godly offsprings. Lord, may they continue to import godly values. May they be model mothers that will usher the glory of God in Jesus' name.